Welcome to Boss Unplugged, where we have the deeper conversations and talk about the topics we all think about, but don't always talk about with others. We will cover business, mindset, and personal growth. Stay plugged in by following and sharing a screenshot of your favorite podcast in your stories. Make sure to tag Izzy Jones and Savannah B for a shout out. We appreciate all reviews, but all five-star reviews will get entered into a giveaway when we hit 100. Hello, welcome to Boss Unplugged. Today's topic is, are you busy or are you scheduled? And let's go right into it. Savannah, I wanna ask you, what often keeps you busy? Like busy as in like the mindless work that you feel like you never actually got done. (laughs) Yeah, I wanna talk more about where you feel like you were busy all day, but when you look back on the day, you actually weren't productive and you didn't get anything done. Oh, I feel that so much. There's, there's a lot like I can, especially like me being like slightly, I say slightly, cause I don't agree with it, but ADHD, because there are some tendencies there. I can start all the tasks in the world. I can start the house cleaning. I can start doing the laundry. I can start working, but I will not finish it all like any of it. And so it's like, I feel like I worked all day long, but nothing is done. That can keep me so busy. <laughs> when it's like Clean I one counter. So <laughs> yeah. But then the laundry. other ones are dirty. So it, it doesn't look like anything was done. But I'm like, but I work so hard. <laughs> that can definitely keep me busy. Um, I think also just the mindlessness of social media, how you kind of use it as an escape. But sometimes that escape is a little too long. <laughs> But yeah, for, for me, that's what keeps me busy. When people say, how was your day? Busy. Nothing got done, but it was busy. <laughs> what about you? How do you feel when it comes to the word busy and, and what keeps you there? Um, I think mine's kind of similar. Of, And this will kind of go into scheduling later, but if I'm not scheduling, I don't have a plan. I feel like I got to do all the things all at once. And so, yeah, I start a lot of things. I'll do stuff all over the place and just kind of, fill up my day so that I don't feel like I'm doing nothing, but then really I'm not actually accomplishing anything because I didn't have a set goal and I didn't actually like get things done. So I find that, yeah, for me, it's definitely social media without a purpose. If I haven't scheduled myself or planned to like, okay, I'm making a post, I'm on here to answer messages. I get just like mindlessly busy. Or if I know I have to like clean, but I don't have a, you have to do the kitchen and start here. I do feel like, yeah, I just get you just feel busy and you're trying to fill up your day. I think we also live in a world where you need to be busy because then you think that means you're being successful, but being just busy with no purpose or schedule definitely doesn't actually make you successful. So yeah, I feel like ours is kind of somewhat similar of just yeah, you start things, but if you didn't actually have a plan of what you wanted to do, then you just are filling up your time with random stuff. <laughs> Yes. I used to say like all the time in the past, and I need to really pick this back up again of going to bed with a plan and waking up with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that so much. And I would go to bed and in my notes section, I'd write down because like at night, I don't know, like if you feel like this, but at night, like I have all the motivation in the world. Like I could get up and run a marathon, but it's like, no, you got to go to bed. But then all the ideas start coming in and I'm like, oh, I could do this. and Oh, I could do that. So I have to get like, write it down of like, okay, well, I'm going to do that in the morning or I'm going to do this in the morning. Or sometimes I'll pick like this lofty goal of like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this. And it like feels so good, but then tomorrow comes. (laughs) It's like, 
(laughs) Which I think this isn't something that I thought of talking about, but also learning your body and what schedule works for you. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to realize that like, yeah, if, and same for you, like if you have the energy at night, then schedule those things. If you're not a morning person, if you have the ability to, obviously if you have to get up and go to a job, it may be a little bit different. But when you run your own business, if your office hours are from like seven o'clock at night till midnight or one, two, three in the morning, then make it that. If that's when you have the energy is learning when to schedule stuff. Sometimes you need to push yourself. And yeah, sometimes you got to have that morning routine and I think wake yourself up and remember, like that was my thing too. If I don't have it written down, I don't have a plan. Okay, at nine o'clock, you're doing this, seven o'clock, whatever. I can have that big goal. But if I don't have it planned of like, okay, but what time are you filming that? What time are you going and doing that? Yeah. But then learning, yeah, it's okay to have a different schedule. Or if you have the energy at night, then plan to do things at night and then let yourself sleep in. But if you are not that person and you need to kind of force yourself to get up and do your morning routine and have an early bed, like early bedtime. Yeah. I think that's learning. Yeah, and that kind of I feel that. Goes into the next question. And like, how do you currently schedule yourself? Like what in the last little while have you realized works for you or have you scheduled yourself and it's not working for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what's not working for me. Let's start there. Uh, is putting it on my phone. <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea. Like, I know that you do that. And I was like, okay, well, like, let's put it on my phone. I have it all scheduled. And then I put it uh, like in my Google calendar of like, okay, these are the things that you're going to be doing in the morning. Um, here's the time limit. Here's the alarms. It's, it's good. Done deal. Right? No, <laughs> I just like swipe that away. Like, nope. But for me, if I put it on paper, like a calendar and like, I can physically like just stare at it. And sometimes I'll just do that. I'll just like stand there and stare at it (laughs) until it's like, okay, now all the pieces are in my head. Now I can go do it. But if it's on my phone, I realize like, no, I won't do it. Which I know like you're totally opposite. (laughs) Which I think we want to point out that that's okay. You're going to have to learn what works for you. And you might have to try a bunch of ways and fail at it first. So then what does work for you is writing it down on a calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Is writing it down because I'll brain dump. I'll get all the ideas out. It'll be messy. It'll be like, words are going to go sideways. Like I feel at peace in the organized chaos of it all. And then I can pick things out of like, okay, like, here's my goals. Here's what I want to do in a day. Here's like what I want to start implementing. Like, let's drink more water. Well, then I, it's all there and I can just stare at it. And like, I don't know, it absorbs into my brain somehow all over the place. And then I can start putting it in order on a calendar. And that just puts my like whole body at ease. I, I can't even explain it. <laughs> and I even noticed that with, um, for when we did our vision boards is that, yeah, like mine was like all over. And then everyone's was like, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> I was like what is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm that way. Like when I wanted to make my vision board, I was like, yeah, yeah. it's going to have it all over. But then when I actually went to put the pictures, I'm like, no, it's got to be evenly spaced. And it's going to, which is really strange for me because I've always thought I was that personality and yeah. I was not analytical. I was not organized. And the more, I feel like the business has really brought out a whole different side of me. Cause like growing up, like anything, I'm not the scheduled person. I'm not the person on time. I'm not the person that like wants things to be perfect or quick. Like normally I'm a hot mess, but yeah, when it comes to business, I've really realized how organized and planned I need to be. I'm like, this is weird because it drives me nuts to the point where I'm like, no, that's a part of my personality that I just had no idea existed. 
But you said well, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's cool because like that's not my personality like at all. Mine's like fly by the seat of your pants with like your hair on fire and it's fun. <laughs> and so I think we balance each other out yeah. hugely uh, in that aspect and like how they're always talking about like recruiting people or like helping bringing people into your business and helping them and like and bringing out those areas where they're best at and mm-hmm. your area complements the entire organization like hugely because <laughs> I'm like so like the creative and like butterflies and rainbows and and you're like okay okay there's butterflies and rainbows and then there's Izzy like let's do this with the butterflies and the rainbow. <laughs> no, I think it's because I don't know, maybe after the years of working for pe- very creative people and then, you know, how to reel them in. Yeah. It'll be like, okay, that's awesome. But how are we supposed to do that? How do we implement that? And so I'm the same, like we can be on the same vision and we can totally plan the same thing. I want all the rainbows and the butterflies, but then you're just like, let's yeah. go do it. And I'm like, okay, but like, I need to tell you what step one is or else it's not going to work. But what butterfly goes first? (laughs) Do we want the red one or the blue one? (laughs) Oh, now I feel like we're totally off topic, but it's good. It's good. (laughs) This is what our conversations become. It's beautiful. And kind Um, of what Savannah or you had pointed on is like, yeah, I schedule things very differently. I, and I'm trying to get better at this because I want to like in, and maybe I just have to accept that I'm not or really force myself to. I feel organized when I write it all down on a calendar and I can plan it all out and I can visually see it. I love that. And if I can make myself do that on the first of the month and get it out there so I have my ideas out there, but then I never look at the calendar again. Like I'm literally sitting next to a calendar with things piled on top of it. And I wrote everything down and I have not looked at it since the day I wrote on it. So I've realized I need my phone. Now, yes, I do often yeah. swipe things away and I need to, I think what that is, and this is something we can go into a little bit later is, your schedule needs to always change because what worked for me in January when I wrote this is not what is working for me right now. But I need, like, I get lost track of time. I will be out doing things. If I'm busy, I need my phone to ding and tell me you are supposed to message this person. Ding, you are supposed to be eating lunch. (laughs) Ding, you have this meeting or else I'll totally forget because I, although can write it down on the calendar by tomorrow, forget that I put a meeting on my calendar and I won't remember in the morning to go look at my calendar and see now I can I will do that mm-hmm. on my phone because I can do that from my bed from my couch um and so but I'm now realizing that a lot of what I wrote down a few months ago is I am swiping away because it's not what I need to be doing right now um obviously if it's like a, on a meeting that comes up then I'll definitely I'll put it in the yeah like, go to it but something like where it just says like yeah you know go do some follow-ups or go do this in your business make a post it's like okay I, my schedule has changed um so I would like to ask, are you perfect at following your calendar? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's that feeling of like so much motivation and, and beauty and desire and goals. And like, I love it. And you write it all down in the messy chaos and then you organize it all. And yeah, you, you can go like a week without looking at it and be like, what was I supposed to be doing? Let's get back on track here. Like, mm-hmm. that's okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's like, it's, it's an ever learning progress of things too, of like, okay, I know this is not what I was supposed to be doing. Um, like you said, like, yeah, maybe it's not something I was supposed to be doing then. Like, that's not a part of what my even goals were. And that's why I keep swiping it away. Cause it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that right now. 
Um, but yeah, how about you? How do you feel when, when it comes to, comes to being perfect even? Um, I want to be, but I'm definitely not. And that's something I just touched on. I was like, yeah, it, I start swiping away those notifications now. And so it is something where I need to realize like, give yourself grace, give yourself discipline. Cause you kind of need to stick to what you said you're going to do, but it's okay. If you miss it, you've got tomorrow. You can now, yeah, you know, you can let it go and breathe and try again tomorrow. Um, and something that I have realized, I mean, I kind of always knew this, but last few days is just something, and this kind of really works for your schedule too plan it all out, all of the goals, all of the creative ideas, all the things you want to do, all the meetings, all the stuff, put it all in your calendar, whether it's in your phone or in your actual physical calendar. And if you even just do half of it, you're so much more organized and planned out than you were before. Like if you have no plans, no goals, no tasks, ideas, where you just have this like, yeah, I have this dream in my head and I want to get there, but you actually don't have any tasks planned out, you're definitely going to get there. But if you have 10 written down. And if you only get five done, that is five more than you would have if you never wrote any of them down. And that's something I'm realizing that I need to do is have a to-do list just around my house, like life to-do lists, because I don't have that, that when I need to take a break from something instead of mindlessly scrolling social media, or because for us, we work a social media business. And I'm realizing that when I go, oh, I'm going to stop working. I'm just going to take a break. Then I need to put my phone down or my laptop down and not just scroll Facebook because that's not actually taking a break. I need to put my phone down and then figure out what is on my to-do list. So instead of just saying busy and, you know, starting to clean the kitchen, then realizing I need to do laundry and then bring the laundry basket downstairs. And then you realize you got it back. And like, all of this is actually have like, no, this is the things you need to get done. And then stopping myself from going and doing laundry when I was like, no, today's task is the kitchen or something. That's just for me. I need like a a to-do list so that, you know, and again, it's not all going to get done. It's not going to be perfect. But for me, instead of just keeping myself busy, I have a set schedule for my business. And then those things in those pocket times or when I need to take a break and part of taking a break can just be like put on your list like go for a walk read a book stand in your living room breathe mm-hmm. and do nothing just like sometimes you need to just like I need to do nothing. like that one time I remember facetiming you and I was like showing you my new house and I was like and look at this if you lay on your back and like under the window and it looks like you're flying turn you around and it's it was beautiful because I was like in that moment like I was just able to lay in the sun and rest and look up and be like oh yeah I feel like I'm in the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, sometimes you, you need to, up there <laughs> yeah kind of schedule that in um if you don't have any feel like you're busy all the time especially too for people who if you work outside of the home if you've got kids and they've got all these different scheduled things is those are set in stone. Like you've got like soccer's at seven. I go to work at nine, but when it comes to everything else in our life, we don't have it scheduled out or planned or ideas of when. So one, we have all these ideas that never happen, or we end up filling our time with being busy and then don't actually get anything done. And I notice this, especially too, mm-hmm. when if you are running a social media business, we feel like we just put two hours, four hours. Sometimes I feel like I've put eight hours in, in a day. And then I look back and I'm like, but what did I actually accomplish? Because I ended up just not having a task, set an alarm, have an alarm that's going to go like for 10 minutes, I'm going to get 10 messages in or whatever it is. Having an actual like amount is very handy. And then, or having a time of like, okay, from this time to this time, and then being okay with moving on and like doing the next task. Cause that's for me is like, yeah, yeah, I feel busy, but I'm not actually scheduled in my business. 
and then yeah well and with yeah well with with that even like the word boundaries kind of just comes up of like with other people too like for me it's my kids because that's who I'm with 99% of the time um and I find myself saying because they'll ask me for something while in the, I'm in the middle of doing something always and it's like no I I have to finish with this and then I can go and help you do this or I have to finish this and then I can go open the pantry or something we have a lock on our pantry so it's another good tip there if you need it. <laughs> So they need to, they need me to open it for them, but it's just that boundary. And it's also teaching them like, oh yeah, you finish the things that you start. And that's something that I just constantly am working on. Um, but I really like every time I say that it just, I feel good about my parenting skills. <laughs> I'm like, let me finish this. Then I will help you. It's like hmm. <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> showing yourself and anyone around you, your kids are now going to take your business a little bit more seriously. Your partner, family, like I've had to do it where back at the beginning of my 90 day run, both my parents asked me to come for dinner and I had to turn them both down. Cause it was like, no, that falls in. Like I have an hour scheduled for my dinner. So we, you can come over, we can make that work. But anything outside of that, like, no, at six o'clock, I have a call. And at seven o'clock, I have to be doing this. And it was really hard. And in some ways it definitely failed and things have changed and I've been a little bit more lenient. And then this is where I'm like, okay, well now that schedule doesn't currently work for me. So I got to update it. But if Mm -hmm. you've said, and especially too, when it's something where it's like, okay, it's not a meeting, no one else is involved. I need to sit down and just make some posts or make some content. Like that could happen anytime. But if you said you were going to do it at four o'clock, then sorry, you can't go have coffee with your friends. You can't just do a spontaneous Mm -hmm. dinner. You can't go and do whatever. Now that doesn't mean don't have fun and enjoy your life. And if you make a mistake and you're not perfect at your schedule, that's okay. But it's also just giving yourself boundaries and respecting yourself, I think too. Cause that was my thing is like, and then teaching other people to respect me of like, no, you would never, you know, if the, it was flipped around, like, if, like you were saying, like, if you went up to your husband at his work and just said, like, I need you to drop everything and come do this. Like, no, I'm working. You'd be like, no. No, but then <laughs> for us, it's like, yeah, but we work for our phone. And which is an absolute beautiful thing. We can, you know, be flexible and schedule. And I'd be like, yeah, I can actually go and send this message while I'm heading out the door. Hey, can you drive so I can do this? Or I can choose to be like, no, I'm not going to make content at four o'clock. Let's go out for dinner. I'll do it later. As long as I know I'm saying do Mm -hmm. it later. But then I also know on certain days I have to say no, because I'm not going to. Other days I'm like, yeah, no, I definitely can. When it was uh, Brene Brown, I was listening to a podcast of hers. Um, It's called Unlocking Us. And she was doing a study on who the most compassionate and like caring people were in the world. And yeah, obviously it was like monks and uh, nuns and things like that. And she was like, I thought it would be a spirituality thing of why they're the most caring people. And she's like, actually what it came down to is they had boundaries. That's how they were able to be so compassionate is because they had their own boundaries. And when they have those boundaries, they can respect other people's boundaries And that was like the whole study on why people are compassionate and who are the most compassionate people. And it came down to the people who had boundaries. (laughs) Isn't that wild? You're able to respect somebody else so much more because you respect yourself first. Mm -hmm. You can't pour from an empty cup and like having respect and then having it in your version of written down 
because then you're going to take yourself more seriously. And then you can use that, even though, yes, you wrote down on a calendar, but then I could be like, no, sorry. It was already on my calendar. Cause in your head, you could be like, Oh yeah, I got to do all this and do all this. And then somebody comes to you and brings something up, but you're like, no, like I have it on my calendar. Sorry. Like last yesterday, as an example, my husband booked um, a dinner for us to go with other people. And I told him like, I'm actually going to be out of town for an event. I can't go. And then in the afternoon, he messaged me. He was like, Hey, pick the restaurant and I'll be able to go. And I was like, no, like I have a set call every Sunday night. Like I can't miss it. Plus I couldn't even do it like earlier before because I'm coming back from this event. Like, I'm sorry. I can't, if you want to go for dinner with them, you can, or we can, we have to pick another night. And I was like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. like I have to, first of all, I have to be showing up for these other people. And I'm respecting my boundaries and my set time. And I'm also learning this too of to help me be more scheduled and to stick to my schedule instead of when I'm, you know, booking calls with people just like, oh yeah, what time works for you? Or, oh, hey, when, you know, anytime. Well, no, I'm not available anytime. I'm available Monday to Tuesday from this time to this time and actually giving people options, which a lot of the times they're way more likely to respond back and give you a set time. Because if you just say like, yeah, let's go for coffee sometime. And then it's three months later and you both have- Sometime never happens. Yeah. Yeah. But if you say, hey, I'm available this time this week. Yeah. No. And that's my biggest pet peeve when it's like, hey, when are you free? Oh, you know, maybe Friday. When? Like, give me a time and I will see if I can make that time happen. But sometime on Friday does not work for me. (laughs) And that's something I need to do is sit down and say, what times during the day will I allow myself to be flexible to add in random calls. So, cause sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden I want to book something that day, but, and, but I need to know that, okay, from two to four o'clock, I'm always available from this time, this time. And then that way I can, you know, if somebody asks me like, Hey, can we hop on a call or can we have a meeting or whatever? I could be like, yeah, I know these are my set time blocks. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. Well, sometime next week. Like, and it's Eric where he says like, we write our schedules down in pencil, not stone. So it's like, Hey, actually, I don't like those times anymore. (laughs) And like, I feel most creative at this time. So I'm not going to do any calls because I want to work on my business. I want to work on my creativeness, (laughs) creativeness. Like I don't want to do anything then and just be creative. And then like these other times work better. And even as women, I'm learning that those even change weekly. Mm -hmm. Like it's, that's wild. <laughs> like men have a, a set daily time, but women, it's like, we. <laughs> and that's something um, you need to really, again, give yourself grace and peace and start tracking things. Like watch your moods. You might realize certain mm-hmm. times of the month when you feel the most creative and you want to go out and do things. So then plan those kind of outings or there's times where you just want to stay in and it is hard and it takes a while, but like, yeah, start tracking a little bit when, or even just daily, you can be like, okay, in the mornings, I'm really tired, but the evenings I'm whatever. And then sit down and I would say, start this today, but make a schedule that what works for me, if you need to do it just for today, do it for just for today or for the next like week or two, what do I want to implement and start making a discipline? What do I want to schedule in? When do I want to clean? When do I want to spend time with the kids? When do I want to work? When do I want to do this? And then in those two weeks, it's okay to sit down and analyze. Nope, this has been working for me. Keep going. Or then you go realize, yeah, but I skipped that thing every two o'clock. 
And then, so you know how to adjust because I think that's something that's always been my struggle from as a teenager was, oh my gosh, I have to make a decision for the rest of my life. No, your schedule can be just for today or just for this week. Or sometimes you got to just like every month you're changing it up because you're going to be in different seasons and it's okay to be in different seasons. And some seasons are busy. Yeah. It's scheduled. (laughs) Well, and that's why I love like my calendar so much is because I can check mark every time. And like the check marks for like release endorphins makes me feel good. So check mark every time I finish it. And then I can look, plan it. And then you do it and then you review it. I can look at the end of the month. Okay, what didn't I do? What was successful? What was not successful? What did I just dread doing? What times worked best? Like every month you get to learn about yourself because you have that data in whichever way that you do it. You have that data about yourself. And I think that's really cool. Like usually I'm finding for me like that first week before my period starts, I am like the weirdest person in the world. (laughs) Like, don't ask me to do anything. I probably won't do it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now I know like that first week is like just absolute chaos. I am going to pre-plan these first two weeks and go hard here, get everything situated in. So like I have a week where all my posts are done, all my videos are done. I can just upload what I'm doing in my stories and it's all, it's already done, but I'm not actually doing anything in that week. And so you get a pre-plan and, and like you get to, I just think it's so cool to get to learn about yourself. Like what a gift. And you're not going to learn that in one month. Like you've obviously been conscious of trying (laughs) to figure that out for a while. You're not going to automatically find out that like, and also too, because you may feel crazy that one week before, but for the next six months, you're fine. And so you got to kind of just be paying attention to yourself monthly and, and always changing and kind of just like figuring out yeah like what works for you and looking back is really good to always analyze and look and see like oh I never got that done maybe that's not my creative project maybe that's not meant for me or look and be like no you have to get that done you said you're going to get done that needs to now become the top of the list and be your priority and maybe switch it around like I realized I had set I wanted to listen to um this neuro tool every single night. I was like, I'm going to do it for seven days. It's going to be a discipline where I do every single night because I want to go to sleep and implement this. But then what happens is I don't go to bed until I'm so tired. I've been working for so long. I've been doing all this stuff and now I'm so exhausted and I have to go, oh my gosh, I have to still take off my makeup. I got to brush my teeth, got to get ready for bed. And I still have to listen to a 15 minute thing, which 15 minutes isn't long, but I realize I can't be doing it at the end of my day because Mm -hmm. I'm already so past my point of tired that I need to be doing all my other things and going straight to bed. And then also too, it is really good to be conscious of what you're thinking of before you go to sleep because it is what's going to affect your brain and your subconscious. But if I listen to something that really inspires me and gives me like, yeah, I've got this, I'm motivated. (laughs) Not the best thing to listen to right before you go to bed because then it's, you have all this crazy juices. So I'm like, okay, I'm realizing I said I wanted to listen to this daily and set that discipline up for myself and force my, not force myself, but just stick to it. But nighttime I'm realizing is not my thing. And so I've got to find a a different time of the day that I do it. Yeah. Well, even if you just like, you have your, your headset right by your bed and before you go to sleep, you turn your phone on to that that, uh, neuro tool. And so you're laying in bed, your alarm goes off. You just put the headphones in and you get to lay there for for 15 more minutes. So like you just get to, you know, mix things up and be like, mm-hmm. okay, does that work? Or do I fall back asleep for 15 minutes? Yep. 
and the learning like okay yeah try to find then maybe do it at lunch while I have to do something else and whatever it might be and so mm-hmm. yeah and I've been saying this for um probably about a week now how I've been wanting to do personal development every single hour on the hour because it's something I need to do and that can be a whole other topic that we get into and I've been saying it for a week I've mentioned it on a couple team calls I've mentioned it to a few different people and still to this very moment, I have not put it in my calendar. I've not been doing it. I've been making sure I stick with my personal development, but not as intensely as I've been wanting to do it. And I have not put the alarms on my phone. So as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm definitely going to go in and do it. But that's just right there. It's like, if you don't write it down in the way that you need it to be, so you can see it and stick to it, like most people aren't going to stick with it. And yeah. I go and randomly do different like personal development but I feel I'm busy with it and not scheduled because I start a video and I don't finish it. And then I go and quickly start this podcast and then I got to do something. And I'm like, even though little bits here and there, if you even listen to half a podcast, half a YouTube video, start half a book, like that is still something, but I want to be more mm-hmm. scheduled of like, no, you have this set time and you're going to actually finish it. So I feel like I'm actually. Accomplished. Yeah. Well, and it's the completion of things that builds confidence. Mm-hmm. Like drives me nuts how people are like oh natural confidence (laughs) no it's finishing it's starting things and finishing them and that is literally how confidence is built and that's why like people with specific diagnoses and people that start things and never finish them can find themselves with little to no confidence in themselves and so it's it's just a built thing that you have to consciously build <laughs> so it's just yeah that completion of something that I said I was going to do go finish it tie up all those loose ends and you're going to feel amazing and then you're going to want to complete the next task and then your plate gets bigger and then you want to be able to do more and yeah mm-hmm. I, and knowing what level you're at because if you are a very unscheduled person you feel like you're busy all the time you're not organized whatsoever don't walk away thinking oh my gosh I have to write this massive list and stick to it Pick one thing, pick one thing that you want to for sure do every single day at a certain time and write it in your calendar, put it on your phone, whatever mm-hmm. it is, tell a friend to remind you something, an alarm and stick with that. Just do that one task, just whatever takeaways you've gotten from today, pick one thing that you're going to implement. And once you're like, okay, yeah, I've been doing this for three, four, five. Okay. I've been doing it. Over, okay. Well now let's add this thing on and don't, you don't need to start with a massive list. If you need to sit down and just brain dump and get everything on there, Great. Put all your to-do lists, all your tasks written down and then pick one that you're going to be like, okay, this is what I'm starting with today. And we're going to stick with that. But don't feel like you have to have all 20 things written down and starting today, I have to learn how to do all 20 things and stick to that. Right. <laughs> today <laughs> is the first day of my new life. Like, because then you accomplishing no. <laughs> the, like that, what well, you're saying that power and that empowerment from completing that one task is going to build that confidence. So you go and do the next and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you only have one task on your list and you do that, you accomplish it. You feel like you got everything you needed to do done today. And then if you go and add on more, you're like, wow, I like overachieved today versus putting 20 things on your list, doing two, you're going to not get any of that benefit of completing those two. Mm -hmm. You're going to just look at yourself of like, wow, there was so much I didn't get done. And it actually does the opposite of build your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It just tears you down. Cause you're like, wow, I'm not capable of doing all these things that I should be doing. I guess I'm not a good human being. And like, you just spiral. <laughs> so don't set yourself up for that. Yep. <laughs> Nobody needs that in their life. <laughs> and we all do it. We're not perfect. Even if you don't 
complete that one thing or you're not consistent with it. Again, adjust, readjust, figure out what you're doing, change it. Is it really something that needs to be on your schedule? <laughs> Can somebody else do it? Can you delegate it? Um, and then just, yeah, Ooh, give yourself like grace. That. Yeah, that's something I'm really learning is just to like, maybe there's a reason why I don't ever do that and I procrastinate and I don't ever come around to it. Is it something that if I never had to think about it, I could spend more time building my business and making money and pay someone to do it or just specifically ask like your partner or your kids or somebody like, I just can't do this. Can you do it? Or barter. Yeah. I know it's a great way to be like, hey, if we, you know, I don't know, rake your leaves and shovel your snow, would you mow my lawn in the summer? Like ask a neighbor or do different things. of just like, yeah, realizing that like, maybe this, if it has to be something that gets done, but it's just something you never get done and won't to delegate yeah absolutely I mean like I know a lot of people that get housekeepers and there's like life-changing because that's one huge thing that they don't have to do anymore and they're like I always thought it was like a rich person thing but actually I'm able to spend more time doing the things that I love and like that's worth every cent mm-hmm. I'm able to spend more time with my kids because my house is clean and I'm not stressed out all the time and like just that something so simple. It doesn't have to be a housekeeper, but like, where is that in your life? that so you're like, yeah, I, I really could just pay somebody else to do this. <laughs> yeah. What is the time stuff? You're like, well, we'll use cleaning as an example. Like if you're spending 30 minutes, an hour a day cleaning or whatever it may be, even if it's 10 minutes a day, if you could use that time to build memories with your kids or start mm-hmm. a whole entire side business because most people are like, oh, I can't because I don't have time. Well, what is currently taking up your time that yes, it's mandatory. Somebody has to do the dishes and somebody has to like make dinner. But what is something that you could actually do instead of and replace that and figure out like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you currently can't afford a housekeeper, but the time that you would save cleaning or being the one that drives your kids somewhere or you know whatever it might be, like making dinner, like sometimes it is cheaper in the long run to have, you know, those prepaid meal plans or whatever mm-hmm. it could be. And then see like, yeah, know what? It costs me money and I can't really afford it. But if I could put a whole entire hour into a side business that could replace that money and replenish and then do extra, why not? Or being yeah, able to like, then have those memories with your kids that are priceless. Yeah. Like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just whether you choose to fill it with busy tasks and busy work and feeling like you haven't completed anything and then you're overwhelmed. And as Marie Forleo says, I don't do overwhelm. Or you can be well scheduled and really dive deep into your day and say what needs to be done and what needs to be done by me and what can be done by somebody else. When do I work best? When am I scheduling these things in? And going from there and continuously learning about yourself and what works best. And things I think will take less time if you're scheduled for it. Like for me, if mm-hmm. I'm not planning on doing the laundry, it's going to take me 20 minutes because I slowly grab things from, you know, different rooms. Like, okay, we got to wash this. And then I slowly do this. And then I look here and then it takes me 10 minutes to somehow get the basket downstairs. And then I'm checking here. It's like, but if it's a scheduled, like, no, throw it all in the basket. It is, you know, the alarm's gone off. I'm going to go do laundry or I have 10 minutes to get the dishes done versus like you start the dishes and then you also start making lunch. And then you also are cleaning the fridge all of a sudden. Now you're emptying and organizing all your Tupperwares. And like, no, if you just stick to a schedule, 
you could still get all that same stuff done, but if you're a little bit more organized with it, it'll actually save you time. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you got something out of it, make sure to share and subscribe. Stay tuned for the next episode. Hello, hello, everyone. We're keeping it super unplugged today. We are outside. Grab your moonshine shots, your tea, (laughs) your wine, get comfy. We are talking about how her win is also your win. Her win is not your loss. And we're just going to probably tell, like, honest stories because we're sitting outside legit drinking a moonshine shot. Let's paint this picture. The sun (laughs) is setting. It is glorious. Yeah, we have moonshine shots. We wanted to completely unplug for this and bring you apart because her win is not your loss. Even though many, many times I've thought about that. And I don't know where it stands from because it feels like there isn't room for all of us. First of all, there's what, like seven who knows by the time listen this eight billion people on this planet if you're talking business there's enough room you're talking relationships mm-hmm. family houses money all the things there's so much room for everybody but I even to this day most likely but I now I catch myself but like for year, forever you would see someone else have something like I remember watching you and now the garden cat is jumping all over me so bear with us guys <laughs> I remember years ago, you made a post about working poolside and obviously God was blinding me to like that. I could do this business too. But I remember thinking like, oh, she gets to work by the pool, but I'm stuck in the office. Well, just because you're winning or you're doing amazing, that doesn't mean there isn't room for me. But no, just being jealous and annoyed that somebody else is like succeeding and winning or even seeing like today, someone posted that she was like, got a promotion and it doesn't mean that I can't. I was just like, oh, wow, look at her go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been, I mean, I've absolutely done that. But what about the the other side of that? Like, I have been on the other side of that. Um, and of people thinking that my wins were their losses. Mm-hmm. And that is another type of hurt. Like, sure, there's hurt of, like, oh, my gosh, she's winning, and, like, I can't do it because, like, she's doing it, or she's getting all these sales, or she's making all these amazing posts, and, like, why can't I be like that? First of all, you can, but being on the other side of that, making all those posts, doing that poolside thing, mm-hmm. or being able to just move on to my dream farm, I'm sure there's people out there that are, like, oh, well, she gets everything that she wants. And that, that's only. a different, that's a, I know, right? If only, but that's a different kind of hurt. Well, I've thought that too, because there's been times where I'm scared to like share how well I'm doing or mm-hmm. success or like, and this definitely sounds from being a kid. Cause I know I've had friends and people like, oh, well, I don't want to tell them I'm going on vacation because I don't want them to feel bad that they're not going on vacation. Yeah. First of all, I don't know they're not going on vacation. It is not my job to make them f- figure out how to save and do all the things. Like if you mm-hmm. want help, like, Hey, we're here for help. But yeah, like being okay with other women succeeding and then being okay with sharing your success because it doesn't mean that they're losing. Yeah. If they want to make a difference in their life, they can make a difference in life. If they want right. what? And then also to like, not everyone's dreams are the same. Like, I'm so, so happy that you got all of this, this farm, all of the, I'm so sitting here looking at everything. It's amazing. Be a part of it. <laughs> but it's not what I want. Yeah. Like, it's not, I want to be here with you. That's what I want, but I don't actually want, like my own farm. I want you to want it. <laughs> I know. You want to be your neighbor. You want me to buy I the house. I want you to be street. my neighbor so bad. 
She's like, Santa, I don't like chickens as much as you do. It's fun to have that farm experience. And remembering that, like, yeah, like, it's okay for you to succeed because there's literally enough room for everyone to go on vacation. There's enough room for everyone to make the money. Like, even yesterday, I was saying, like, if you had a million customers in your business, there's still a big enough population on this earth for me to have a million customers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and that when you clap for others, like, a part of that comes back to you mm-hmm. it really does and now I tell my kids all the time like we don't do good things to like get good things like that's not why we do it but but when you do that does happen like you do get blessed mm-hmm. like there is biblical blessings that come your way yeah whatever you believe in like if it's mm-hmm. karma if it's God if it's just like putting good into the world it is a boomerang it will come back yes now if you're really thinking like okay I'm gonna do one good deed today so, so that, that I can, can get have one a good, good deed tomorrow yeah. <laughs> no but then also, too, someone, I don't know where it was. I listened to so many personal development things. She was saying that, like, really pay attention to what makes you jealous, what makes you envious. Like, mm. why are you a little – and it's not going to go away, okay? I've been working on a lot of personal development, and like I said, still to this day, your first initial reaction is going to be like, oh, she's winning. Why am I not? And then you might go, okay, I want to compliment her. I want to cheer mm-hmm. on all those great things. But think about, like, why was I a little envious and jealous of you being able to work beachside? Because I love the beach. I love pool. I want to relax. I didn't love where I was at in my job. It's where I want to be. So let that kind of make you figure out what your goals are, your dreams are. Or take a step back and be like, okay, just because she's winning, am I upset because she's winning or am I a little hurt and upset because that's what I want? Because half the time you're probably going to be like, actually, I don't want her job. I don't want her success. I'm just hurt that she's winning because I think I can't and I have mm-hmm. been having a losing streak or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, and then looking into, I think this is something that really took my business far was instead of, yeah, looking at all these people that are winning and being like, oh, why can't I is like, copy them like it's okay mm-hmm. to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat oh she's doing that I'm gonna go do that too because obviously it's working for her it'll work for me too and and yep. you chase after these people that have what you want and I always say like don't take advice from people that aren't where you want to be so go, go take advice from people that you want to be where they are <laughs> and and go and do that and follow them and say because you can do that like let their win be such a light in your life mm-hmm. because you can do that that means that I can too and then they've become such an influential person in your life you've gotten to their level it's been a huge thing for me I just got back from our company convention and I was sitting next to these great, amazing women in business and was able, like, obviously they're human and they're real women, but like sitting next to them, like, oh my gosh, she's just a real normal person. If she can do it, why can't I do it? And let that be a roadmap. Like if Mm -hmm. you are capable of buying your dream farm and building your (laughs) strong shot, she just took a shot. That was a strong one. (laughs) It's all at the bottom. Yeah, you got to finish that. Like if you are capable of doing it then that means i am capable first of all be the trendsetter pave the way maybe you're the first woman ever there is i don't totally know the story and i always reference that so i need to go find it but what is it like the four minute mile it was impossible nobody could do it until one guy did it and then since then for years and like every year after people were breaking it over and over again because they go oh wait it is possible we are capable like if you visually can see somebody else accomplishing something you're like oh Women can run their own business. I can be a mom and do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, if you can wear a pink shirt, well, I can't wear If you can do short. You can wear red hair. lipstick. Yeah, like, oh, hey. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you need to just kind of like 
find that person that you can relate to. So even though you might see somebody like, okay, she's doing amazing. I'm a little bit jealous Mm -hmm. that she's succeeding, but you just can't relate to her. Well, then find other people who are in that field that you want. Like I said, like you can be a little bit, you know, not upset, like switch it. It's okay to be a little bit like, oh, wow, like I want what she has, but then be happy for her. Mm -hmm. She's allowed to win. Let that be her win and then go find your win, but go find those people who are like, okay, well, I want to find people who, for you, like you were searching farm videos and how do I get what I want through these people where for like me, it's like, okay, I want that beach house. Mm -hmm. So, okay, who are, you know, how do I get there? Or what do I want? I want to be able to travel the world. Okay, so I'm going to follow travel bloggers or those things, right? Like you can find your person that inspires you and find your everyday kind of like right inspiration what and yeah so i guess like the whole like circle around it is there are people that are gonna inspire you and when like when you finally get to that point in your life like you switch that mindset of yours and you're just like oh instead of being jealous instead of being like oh because she has this i can't you start Mm -hmm. thinking oh because she can have this i can Mm -hmm. like your world changes so many doors open up and so many opportunities become reality for you. Like, it's insane. When you just, that simple mindset switch of instead of, oh, I can't because she has, it's, I can because she did it already. She paved the way for me. Like, and to be so grateful for that in your life, to, to realize that you literally have somebody that went ahead, did it for you, that you can just be like, oh, great. I can just go from point A to that point, follow, learn, Maybe even, like, get to know the person. Hello, best friend. (laughs) Hey, that was me. I was jealous of Savannah. I watched for a long time, and then something deep in my soul said, Mm -hmm. just reach out and say hello. And now we've become best friends, and we built this empire together. And now we have our own podcast, which is so awesome. enticed me with cinnamon buttons. Yes. It's a whole podcast story (laughs) another day. Another day. (laughs) But starting to, like, yeah, empower the women. We are in such a... Like, look at literally mm-hmm. every reality TV show. It's catty women, drama, backstabbing. We can't work together. Even though it's all about sisterhood and power and, like, the strong, like, women and be strong. Yeah, okay, but it's women to be strong and be independent. It's not working together. And how many, like... Yeah. Right. It's, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I hate that saying so much. Like, I understand what people mean behind it, but, like, there's a whole other, yeah. like, toxic stem in there that I'm like, No! There but, is that side. You gotta yeah. be independent. You gotta figure it out, and it's up to you to start switching your mindset to be empowered and empowering. Yeah. But it is true. It's like no, like hey, but to be you've gone ahead of me. People. Can you help me? Hey, I and then turn around. That's a huge thing. That mm. oh, who says that? See the Ray Higdon or Fraser Brooks. Now I can't even remember. Whoever it is, shout out to you. But like, look who is above you. Who is doing better than you? Who yeah. where you want to be? Go learn from them and then turn around and go and help the person you used to be. Go and help yeah. that person behind you who is like, hey, I, you know, I'm at level one. Okay, here, let's go. And really just realize there is literally room for all of us. There's room for, because not everyone wants to be a mom. For all those out there, there's room for all of you to be a mom. Those who want to be cat owners, who want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be a cat owner right now. <laughs> she keeps jumping up on the table. Yep. <laughs> want to be farmers. You want to be owning a beach house you want to be traveling the world you want to stay home you want like whatever it is there is room for all of us and strengths to help because i'm here to help you get your dreams and you're here to help me get my dreams and we can just empower and learn to love one another and i think our businesses our friendships are things like we're so lonely like as women we're supposed to be these friends and you see on tv these big groups of you know i grew up watching 
like movies and TV shows where they all had like that group of friends where it's like ten of us we all hang out we do sleepovers and like all friends these yeah <laughs> all these things the and TV it's like show. I don't have that like the friends that I do have there's always some sort of drama and yeah or they secretly just don't want the best for you yeah and you can feel it if you're that friend people can feel it <laughs> it's felt like we were just talking in your bedroom of like yeah like those were my friends like in high school I dropped mm-hmm. out of high school because I had no friends because that's high school drama I guess yep but then you grow up and it doesn't actually change unless unless you change your perspective and like you said like all those doors open all those opportunities open up a cat wants a shot yeah. <laughs> all those opportunities open up and you realize like Oh, I've been playing it so small. There's all these other P women up here that are all winning and they're all doing it together. Yeah. All I needed to do was realize that their win is also my win. They and just made it possible. Realizing how no matter what level the person mm-hmm. is at, is it like 68% of women don't actually think they're beautiful and have very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And just because she, like, again referencing back to the event that I was just at, like, I picture these women like, oh my gosh, they're on the pedestal. They're doing amazing. They're exactly where I want to be in business. They're so far ahead. And then hearing that they're nervous or, you know, that this is what they don't love about their body. Their marriage isn't perfect and their parenting isn't perfect because that's not, like, that doesn't exist. And here I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wait, what? They're real. They're struggling. And they need to hear they're beautiful or that actually, you know, you pick the right makeup or the mm-hmm. shoes do match your outfit. It's okay. Like, those little things that, like... <laughs> I love that start and little things about like shouting out is just the next time you see a woman at the grocery store or a huge thing I've been trying to do and it feels weird but honestly it's not because if you're on the other side it wouldn't be weird is when I go (laughs) to the grocery store and I check out like I go to the same Safeway and they're all so friendly so I've been actually looking at their name acknowledging it and then when I said like thank you Amy thank you Marie thank you whoever and say their name when I walk away one because I keep going they're eventually gonna get to know me but it's like Mm -hmm. people like to hear Mm -hmm. their own name compliment the person when you're walking down the street because you know how many times and at least maybe this is me but the amount of times you're walking in the mall you're scrolling facebook how many times here have you been scrolling facebook and you get jealous like oh she's got such a pretty jacket oh i wish i could go to blah 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 all these different things but nobody says it and in our minds we're like thinking like oh was this the right outfit does my hair look okay today my hair is not isn't a crazy bun but you look hot. <laughs> See? It's you a good amount of times we think these things about other women. The good things don't say the bad things out loud. But the amount of times we think these good things about other women and we just don't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's like if we're so worried about how we look, how we're acting, what we're doing. And so focused on, yeah, but like she looks so good in that shirt. Like in a change room when you're trying on clothes. Compliment like, oh my gosh, your butt looks good in those jeans. Yeah. Or even just, like, going back to, like, her win is not your loss. Like, looking at someone and being like, oh, my gosh, that top looks amazing on her. Instead of, like, oh, I could never wear that. Mm-hmm. Or, maybe, you could be like, oh, okay, so that's how it's styled. That's how, okay, so I need to go, like, buy that denim jacket. Like, yeah. that looks really good. It it would look good on me, too. Like, or, or that. Yeah, or understanding that, like, okay, well, her body looks good in that, and that's okay if mine doesn't. But how could mm-hmm. I get that same theme style yeah be like okay maybe we can't buy that exact same jean jacket but i like the idea of a some sort of denim jacket and i'm gonna look for something like that because Mm -hmm. she when she wears that it reminds me of or it makes me think 
I feel this way and that's how I want to feel, yeah. right? Like, it's just that, it's that mindset shift of, instead of, oh, look at her. Oh, I can never have that. It's just like, oh, look at her. Like, wow. That's it. That's it. Yep. <laughs> and it's okay because this is not going to take a day. This is not oh, going to yeah. be immediate. And I mean, if you get that personally developed, good on you. But it's like my natural reaction is going to be like a little bit of jealousy or a little bit of envy, a little bit of like whatever. But how you handle it, if you let it ruin your day, or mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm going to stop for a minute. Why? Is that, is it just because in my life at this very moment, I feel like I'm not winning? Is it because, you know, I'm feeling inadequate and small and we can't have, like, we both can't be. And then sometimes we just have been so programmed to think, oh, she's winning. I can't. Stop. Wait a minute. I don't want what she has. Mm -hmm. I actually don't want, like, blah, 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 whatever, right? When it's a program, just like you said. And then you can reprogram your mind. And that's when things get really cool. I always say, like, if you're not brainwashing yourself, somebody Mm -hmm. else is. (laughs) And, oh, and coming back to that whole, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Here's the deal. I really want to, like, drive this home. Because if it were meant to you, meant to be, it has to be up to you. Here's, here's the most famous quote. I think it's actually, like, by Brock Johnson. (laughs) But if you're... If you're, if you can achieve all of your goals all by yourself, you're not dreaming big enough. Mm. It's not big enough. So start building community because if you like, honestly, think about that. If you really could achieve all of your dreams by yourself, is it really worth doing? Well, they say like at Who the you top hoping? is lonely. It's like, well, no, it shouldn't be because I want to have all my best friends there. I want to have yeah. all these amazing men and women. I want to know that we've impacted families, that yeah. we've helped so many people. Like I was even telling you like what last week is that if I make not a single dollar from here on out in my business, having the relationships with your, I'm obviously you, but like your daughters, like to have her kids get excited when I show up. It's like, if it wasn't for this business, if it wasn't for you having those wins, me going through all of my mindset, also joining this business, and then, like, all these things. It's just, yeah. like, yeah, and I want to show her little girls that, like, what's capable. And I remember, too, this is a, just, I don't know, I don't know how many months ago it was. Maybe it was, like, a year ago. I remember seeing you posted a photo or something, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. And I immediately started to go into that spiral of, like, well, she's so beautiful, so I'm not. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, just decided that? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, because she's blonde. She has blue eyes. I have all the opposite. It's like, okay, can you think of your top favorite female celebrities, actresses, singers, whatever? Do every single one of them look exactly the same? Or is one blonde, one has brown hair, one has different colored skin, one has different colored eyes, one is different size, different ethnicity, from different ages, all these things. It's like, wait a minute. If I think they're all beautiful... Why can't Savannah be beautiful and I'm beautiful? Just because we look different, that doesn't make me less beautiful. It just means she is beautiful and not like it's one or the other. Yeah. Like, why can't we? Like, it's not why can't we? We are. Yeah. Plain and simple. Like, that. that's where it should end. Like, we mm-hmm. are. And that's it. That's like in the movie um, Little House on the Prairie. I don't know if it's oh, in the books. Sure. I don't know. It's, a, it's in the modern, <laughs> uh, more modern movie. And the young girl's what? No, I can't remember. Laura's brown hair and Mary, mm. yeah, has blonde hair, and they're both fighting about like, well, blonde hair is prettier, brown hair is prettier, and it's like, well, mom has blonde hair and she's beautiful, and I have brown hair. <laughs> they all like just shut up, and it's like, well, yeah, like, mm. how are you to tell? Like, are you going to go and say, think, imagine this, 
a little girl who's five years old and go, because you also have brown hair like me, you're not pretty. What? No, you never do that. Like, oh my gosh, it's heart crushing. Yeah. (laughs) But I think because I have a different colored hair than like what I, I think is beautiful. Be like, oh my gosh, like I don't like my brown eye. I'm using things on me that I have thought like, oh, well, blue eyes are probably, you know, people like that better than the brown eyes. I would never go up to like one of your girls and be like, Callie. Yeah, Callie. Mm. You're not as pretty as these. Because we all have blue eyes, but Callie. She she points it out. I don't (laughs) think she points it out in like a a negative manner because it's always been like, yeah, okay, you know? (laughs) Just (laughs) notice. There is a fact right there. (laughs) You have blue eyes. You're beautiful. I have brown eyes. I'm beautiful. Yeah. God made each and every single one of us. We're perfect in our own ways, and that mm-hmm. is a, something I keep reminding myself. The moment you start thinking like, oh, "I wish I look like," you know, I look too fat in this bathing suit. I, you know, whatever whatever the things are about yourself. Like, I want you to turn around and imagine saying that to your best friend. You can't go out in public. You are not beautiful because, and say whatever that thing is about yourself. Or straight up, like, yeah, a little girl, mm-hmm. your own daughter. Would you say that to your own daughter? Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. And like you, I would never go up to your girls and be like, "Oh." You can't even think of it because you're like, why? Like, why would we? But I've been we're like, oh, my nail polish on my toes have grown out, or it's all chipping. It looks bad. Not that I don't think I'm beautiful, but just because, like, oh, why well, am I gonna go to like your kids and be like, uh, you need to go paint your toes better? Like, oh, but some people do. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> that's that their own do? insecurities. Oh yeah, that's a whole other podcast of not taking them on. That's a fun one to unpack yeah we could do that one <laughs> that another so one. Cool. but yeah and that's something too if because we're all talking about like okay going out and complimenting people empowering people when people degrade and say mean things about your mm. looks it's generally because that's an insecurity of them and they oh, were raised 100%. to think like oh these people when they look this way is not good enough mm. or i'm trying to you know achieve this and this it, you know makes me feel inferior or mm. I am trying to program myself to think that people who look this way like was it Deshauna was saying that you know she had a friend who said there's no way she could win Miss America because she had skinny ankles imagine that oh. I guarantee that woman probably did not have skinny ankles <laughs> or she did she either had skinny ankles and felt very insecure or about it once told her that yeah or she did not she was the opposite of skinny ankles and felt like, well... Inferior. Yeah, I want to make myself feel better, so I'm going to say that you can't mm-hmm. be skinny because that isn't what's beautiful. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, skinny is what's beautiful. I'm saying that we That's are just... also making society, because this is where it's switching to. Society for years and years and years has made skinny what is supposed to be beautiful. And now we're bringing into this other side of skinny is not beautiful any other body type blah 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 blah. yes any other body type is beautiful but let's not hate also on the people who are skinny because I've had moments Mm. too where I've had people make comments of like oh I wish I was as skinny as you or oh blah blah like all these different things and like Deshaun too like oh you could never win because you have skinny ankles no like she's gonna win because she's a I'm gonna say a badass woman and she did like she's Dr. <laughs> Deshauna Barber. Go check her up. Like look her up. Oh yeah. She's she good. was in the army. She's got multiple like college degrees. Like she's this awesome woman. She deserves to win whether she has skinny ankles or no skinny ankles. Right. <laughs> but here's the here's the very interesting thing when it comes to that. To not villainize the person that said that to her, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. to understand and maybe just question where that came from in her life. Yep. Like maybe somebody said the opposite or that exact same thing to her. And then once you start 
unpacking that, you realize that you have empathy for them. And you realize that they're someone that also deserves forgiveness and love above all. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. I see all these, like, toxic positivity stuff on Facebook. And it's like, if you don't have, like, stop texting that person and see how important you are to them. And I'm like, really, guys? Like, is that how unhealthy we are as a society? (laughs) But it's, yeah, it's that making it toxic like oh that person's toxic so we need to leave it's like no unpack that like why do they say these things and like you don't have to understand them mm-hmm. but to understand enough to have empathy for them to understand well, it comes they back. need forgiveness and like, grace again to mm-hmm. i'm saying today like and it my mindset has changed so much from like six months ago a year ago five years ago but when you see that person on facebook and you post i stop myself i do not say anything mean i don't I will most likely heart it, comment, and it will be a true, genuine comment and love. Or I keep scrolling because I'm like, it's not going to say anything. But the people that do stop and comment are not realizing that, like, they were just hurt. So they're trying to mm-hmm. lower that person down mm-hmm. to their level of, like, well, I, but whatever they say, you know, something about their looks or, okay, well, I'm just going to downgrade the industry they're in. Or, oh, I just know that you know, your dad paid for it or whatever the thing is. And it's, yeah, because think about the times you were scrolling Facebook and you felt slightly upset or off because someone else's win. Maybe you, maybe you did post it. And if you're the one that posted it, let's work on it. <laughs> but if you were someone who thought it, you didn't post it, but you've thought it, like all of us have. We've all thought in some sort of way, like, oh, I can't wear that jean jacket. Like that's, you know said something bad about yourself so you go and say something bad about her you're not realizing that it's super mean or you're trying to be mean so it pulls her down so that you feel better about yourself Mm -hmm. doesn't make you feel better about yourself but yeah and so it's like yeah actually i could easily be in that boat many many times i just and i probably have no one if we really went and showed cased every comment i've ever made i'm sure there's ones where i never meant it in a mean way but if you actually read it from somebody else's point of view you <coughs> might be like I'm oh yeah yeah <coughs> i mean i have i have okay i have, I have. okay because nobody understands why i'm coughing <laughs> i love izzy so much <laughs> okay izzy bought a mascara for me before she even joined we weren't even friends and she bought a mascara and she commented publicly <laughs> On one of my Facebook posts, um, that mascara doesn't work like that, like that well for me or something like that. Yeah. I can't exactly remember what it was, but I remember looking at it and thinking, that bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you so much. I know, but it's true now. In my defense, I didn't realize the mascara I had was different from like the photo. I didn't get the fiber one. I just got a regular mascara, which gave me regular mascara results. Now, I personally have really, really bad lashes. They are curly like the hair on your head should be curly except my hair on my head is completely straight and it just <laughs> curls like I literally my like they curl under my eyelid and I have to like I did I saw yeah. one that was going in I was like well that's kind of poker yeah <laughs> I when I look straight I can see all of my eyelashes like oh, my really? vision slightly blurry so what? I have to get very specific mascara now the one you posted the 4d mascara mm-hmm when I use that, it actually works really, really well. And I do love it. And now I sell <laughs> millions of them. So <laughs> it was so funny, though. But, yep. See, and I never, ever meant any harm. 
Right. Like, I don't remember posting and thinking anything bad. I didn't hate it enough to even return it. And two months later, I joined the business and it's been the best thing ever. So, like, I don't, <laughs> but I, I don't know what's going through my mind. See, most people, they don't true. there are some people who truly do mean evil and yeah. are trying to be mean. But them trying to be mean again stems from, like, their own hurt. This cat is everywhere. That's the cat. If you're on the live video, you can definitely see the cat yeah. in this podcast later. She's just letting you know there's from a, that water I, now. She just put her head in it. Cat. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, that was good though. We finished our shots. And I mean, they were beautiful. Who knew moonshine could taste so great? Yeah, flavored moonshine. Do not get plain moonshine. Yeah, don't get it plain. That's that's a death weight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's true. But yeah, I think that's that this has this has been good and just unpacking mm-hmm. so much and that straight up like point blank like her win is not your loss. Just switch the like flip the script in your mind and realize that her win is actually just validation that you're capable. Mhm. And to thank her. So when you're feeling like those emotions come on just thank her. Like actually sh- express gratitude. And thank her, because not only does that empower the other person on the end of this, the one that you see is winning, that empowers her, but also it empowers you too. Well, every one woman that has gone out and fought or made some Mm. sort of little victory throughout the years, and not that many years, because we haven't had a whole lot of rights for a long, long time. Because of what they did, because of their wins, it has given us all wins. So the more... You know, CEOs, the more moms, the more trendsetters, the more people that go out and do things and influence, it is going to, like, empower more and more and more women because then generations of generations and go, because she did it, I can. Yeah. Because I, I had that woman. a powerful woman. statement, yeah. because she did it, I can. Mm-hmm. Instead of because she did, I can't. Or, like, there's limited resources in this world for abundance. Well, like, there's just not. set a path that you can then go and do it and there is enough room for all of us to do everything.